BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So if they say it starts at 8, mm-hmm. around 8.45, 9 o'clock is really where you tune in. And right. then they're finally getting started. What is up? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Best podcast out, hands down. Number one everywhere. Act like you know. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and it's where we keep you updated on everything that's happening in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host, A Dub. And it's Thursday, and the biggest thing in hip hop music culture right now was this Trina and E versus battle that went down last night. Yes, one time for the ladies. You know. We got to recap that. Also, yesterday was Tupac's birthday, too. And Jada Pickett shared a never-before-seen poem that he wrote to her. We also have everybody talking about Meg Thee Stallion right now because she unfollowed the baby after he dropped a collab with Tory Lanez. New music from Tyler, the creator. He dropped a brand new single. Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, and Lil Uzi are all on the new Space Jam soundtrack. And we have some new music coming pretty soon for Pop Smoke, according to his manager. Let's get down to it. This is a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it off with versus Trina versus Eve, the baddest chick versus the illest pit bull in a skirt, as okay. she called herself. <laughs> uh, this battle went crazy last night. It was definitely a ladies' night type of vibes. Mm-hmm. Trina was live from Miami. She did her part at Live. Eve was live from London. You know, that's where she lives now. So that's it true. was a, a virtual thing as opposed to an in person thing. First off, how do we feel about that? Them not being in the same room. I think that's interesting because I thought they were going to be both in person from here on out for the versus battles. Yeah. And I didn't even think about E. I thought she would have just came to the States. I find (laughs) it weird. I don't know why they did it separate. But what do you think? I would have preferred for them to be in the same room. I think the energy exchanges are better when the versus battles are in the same room. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't know if Eve was flying from London to the States (laughs) to do the versus. Like, Eve is in billionaire, wife land, rich husband. I don't even really got to work. I'm doing y'all a favor by doing this. True. Type of vibes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very rich auntie energy that Eve gives me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure that she was going to come from the UK to the States just to do the verses and the pacing of this battle made me feel like eve was like all right y'all got an hour and 15 minutes out of me at the max and i'm going back to my wealthiness like that was the vibes i got because they were moving so fast through these songs in this battle they were going back to back there was no long drawn out stories in between it was like all right boom trina play a song oh that was dope all right, now let's get into this next song. Like, it was moving super, super quick. Really? Yeah. That is odd because it seems like, okay, if they start at, like, versus battle starts at, like, 8 p.m., and I'll, like, tune in back and forth, it'd be, like, 
you won't get a recap until like midnight. Mm-hmm. So and I'm like, this seems kind of it ended quick because I'll be like, where's <laughs> where's the video now? Oh yeah, they started on time, which is crazy because usually, you know, I come, I roll up to the verses about 45 minutes in. That's like right before they're about to get started. So if they say it starts at eight, mm-hmm. around eight forty-five, nine o'clock is really where you tune in, and right. then they're finally getting started. But this time, right. no, they started right on the on time. They ran through the song super quick. The battle only lasted about an hour really yeah that's strange because yeah they other ones last two or three hours you'd be like dang sometimes four who that earth wind and uh earth wind and fire mm-hmm. that thing was long but yeah <laughs> i told y'all man eve was on her rich auntie like look y'all got an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> make it happen no i'm not coming over there to the state i'm not coming to live I'm gonna do it right here in London but what I did appreciate about the setup for both of them Mm -hmm. is it looked like they were in the same place the background with the Triller logo and the verses neon Mm -hmm. lights that was cool too I had to check it because I had tuned in when the guy was DJing Mm -hmm. but I didn't see anything of like them performing or doing their songs so I see how it looks got you yeah let's definitely get into some of these songs though some of the the rounds they had because they had their foots on each other's neck Mm -hmm. so it started out with Trina played her song The Baddest Chick mm-hmm. and that was versus Tambourine by Eve Ooh. yeah they came out the gate <laughs> firing like there was no warm up they said let's jump straight into this okay so um, of course you know me being the Trina fan that I am mm-hmm. you know I had to give that round to Trina I think people came into this battle sleeping on her and she she came out the gate heavy just, just to let y'all know Right, period. Jumping into round three, uh, it was Trina Pullover versus the Rough Riders Anthem remix. So tough one, tough one. Definitely a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know who to give that to. That was really a a tie in my mind because Pullover is such a classic. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about DMX, DJ Clue, Dragon Eve, Jadakiss, Styles P, all in one song, it's just like, mm. That is a tough one. (laughs) That's kind of hard. So after that, it was like hits upon hits. Well, then we go we're gonna fast forward through all this you can check out like the whole list song by song round by round but the last round final round was of course trina and trick daddy nan Mm-hmm. versus Eve who's that girl like <laughs> you I was yelling at my cell phone screen when that came on and with Trina she set the whole thing off for me because she brought out Trick Daddy to perform Nan with her when she did that I'm like oh battle over she won it's that it's a wrap it's over it's, it's quits mm-hmm. like that just sealed the deal for me everybody went crazy and live when she brought Trick Daddy out the energy in the room just went up it was wild I loved it I loved it Damn. I wish I would have caught it live and get a recap. <laughs> yeah, but when Eve played Who's That Girl, like, I ain't gonna sleep on Eve either. Mm. Nah, Eve went in. Both of their energies for the performances was on 10 the whole time. They were really rapping their songs. They weren't just, oh, I'm gonna be cute and chill. Yeah. They were dancing to each other's songs, being really supportive towards one another. So it was a dope battle. The viewership was about... 300,000 at the highest point I saw it on Instagram and I thought that was funny because during the whole battle it was about 200 something thousand when they were coming to an end around like 9.30ish that's when the most amount of people were arriving so everybody's used to coming to the versus battle late so their highest viewership was at the end oh that is crazy because yeah I would have thought like they kept going to 11 I would have tuned in at 9.30 and it was like always over okay yeah exactly Hmm. but it was still a dope event Shout out to Trina and Eve. If you ask me, Trina won. If you ask a lot of the internet, Eve won. 
I think they both won, though. Period. All right. Now, let's move along to Tupac because the legend's birthday was yesterday. Yes. He would have been 50 years old. That's so crazy to me. Um, But yeah, his birthday is June 16th. And Jada Pinkett Smith revealed a never before seen poem that Tupac had written for her, given to her. She had it and she read it to her Instagram. And, you know, every year, like clockwork, you know, Jada pops out on Tupac's birthday. She shows him the love and respect. But this year, yeah, she went she went deep into it with this poem. Can we read a little bit of that? So, yeah, this one was called Lost Souls. And it says, some say nothing gold can last forever. And to believe this, I need no proof. I've witnessed all that was pure in me be changed by the evil men can do. The innocence possessed by children once lived inside my soul, but surviving years with criminal peers has turned my warm heart to cold. I used to dream and fantasize, but now I'm scared to sleep, petrified not to live or die, but to awaken and still be me. It is true that nothing gold can last. We will all one day see death. When the purest hearts are torn apart, lost souls are all that's left. Down on my knees, I beg of God to save me from this fate. Let me live to see what was gold in me before it is all too late. It's pretty deep. Right. Real mm. deep. I'm like, am I a lost soul? <laughs> Right, like, what is going on? Makes you get introspective. Right. But yes, Jada shared that. And she had some pretty sentimental things to say in the caption of this post, too. That's what really got everybody talking. She said, I went down memory lane over the years. Pac wrote me many letters and many poems, and I don't think one has ever been published. She also went on to say how she believes he wrote that when he was on Rikers Island. And she doesn't think that Pac would have minded her sharing this poem, basically. Mm -hmm. So after this happened, you know, the internet had to do what the internet does always (laughs) they brought up how much love and adoration basically that jada shows tupac Mm -hmm. and how it must make will smith feel so we saw a lot of will smith crying face memes yes (laughs) we saw saw a lot of tweets about will going out sad Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to know like what what do you think of this like what do we make of jada's undying love for tupac would you be offended like if you had a boo he had a girlfriend an ex that passed away and like every year on her birthday he was celebrating and putting up posts on instagram and like professing (laughs) professing his love for this person like she did so she's not a threat right but it's like it's a little like okay maybe you don't have to do that so much publicly i think if it was regular people it would be like kind of like in my head annoying I'm like yo it's her birthday again she's not here like what are you doing type of thing (laughs) right but it's Tupac and he has so many fans and Jada was like that person who had like a lot of memories with him and like all this like stuff so like she's like the gatekeeper or the key holder of some of these Tupac (laughs) information right so she has it but then again it's like I mean you do got a whole husband now a whole family (laughs) I kind of agree with that too because if it was like just Joe down the street you're not gonna celebrate his birthday every year you're not gonna put out tidbits and information about him and stuff like that mm-hmm. and Tupac is a legend he changed the world he changed people's lives so yeah you're gonna celebrate that more than you would just celebrate any one of your other exes like yeah, you're exactly. not gonna keep going back to them so I get it from that aspect yeah. and Jada and Will seem like they have the type of dynamic where they're able to freely express themselves but I just wonder how all this internet social media chatter makes them feel or if will is insecure about it at all i saw some people be like just imagine like knock on wood if something would happen to august alcina what jada pinkett would do and wow she got me 
hurting. Mm, that's Boy. what the, the entanglements do, man. They get social media talking about you every time you say something. Exactly. While we're on the topic of entanglements and scandals and things going wrong, Meg Thee Stallion unfollowed the baby. And this happens after Tory Lanez dropped a collaboration with the baby. They dropped a video together called Scat. Yeah. And why this is interesting is because Megan and the baby have been, well, from online, like longtime friends in the industry that came up at the same time. And they've collabed on, you know, a bunch of songs, Crybaby, Cash-ish, and things like that. And when Tory Lanez first posted that he was having a song with the baby, she went on Twitter and was like, oh, it's not cleared. Uh, Crybaby coming soon. She had, like, her opinion on it. And then Tory Lanez dropped the scat with that baby, and it looked cleared to me. Yeah. So Megan Stallion unfollowed the baby after that. But mm-hmm. the baby is still following Megan as of right now. Right. So um, that's kind of interesting because they were so close this whole time. And it's like, mm, she unfollows the baby after the Tory Lanez video. Yeah. And I get like, you can't make everybody's beef your personal beef. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there comes a point where you got to draw a line. If Megan's your girl and she's claiming that Tory shot her. And if that's really your people's like that, you're mm-hmm. going to be like, all right, man, I'm going to just play the back and hold this until everything gets sorted out and we see what really happened. Yeah. But to clear the song with him and let him drop the video and everything, it's like, all right, well, you saying you have no regard for whether or not this man really shot me. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to stick around and continue to have interactions with you and engage with you? That's true. I can, I can understand it from both sides, honestly. Like, all right, the baby might feel like, OK, this is a business decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, so I can't take a side. So maybe he feels like it's cool to drop a song with Tory Lanez. Yeah. But from perspective of somebody who may have been injured by this person. They feel like, all right, well, you're going to side with a person that shot me. Why do I need to follow you? Why do I need to engage with you? Right. Because, like, where's the loyalty lie type of thing? Or, like, this is what you do. So, right. And no more collabs, it looks like, with the baby and Megan. Dang, man. Uh, you hate to see that, though. They made such great art together. So they really did. I don't even know if you can patch that up. But if it can be patched up, I would love to hear more music from them together. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hearing more music, we got new Tyler, the creator. He dropped Lumberjack. Yep, he teamed up with DJ Drama for this one. And a lot of people were looking in the lyrics. And one of the lyrics says, The guys ain't really on the type of ish he on. I hit Drizzy and told him I had a milli for him. And so a lot of people took that and remembered when he was at the Camp Flognaw Fest. And he was booed on yes. stage. I still haven't forgiven that crowd <laughs> for doing that to the boy. Right. Like, come on, it's dry. I know you wanted Frank Ocean, but come on. Right. But um, but then people were kind of speculating that maybe Tyler Creator paid a milli for a Drake feature on the new album that Tyler is pushing because they haven't done anything together yet. But he is such a big fan of Drake. Right. So a lot of people are like, imagine getting paid a milli and then getting booed off the stage. Mm. Um, but then also just pay, maybe paying a milli for a feature. And I doubt Drake would let Tyler, the creator, pay him a million for a feature. Now, to come mm-hmm. perform at a festival, probably. Like, yeah. all right, I got to stop doing my Drake things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop my, my billion dollar business <laughs> I have going over here uh-huh. and come and do this festival for you, uh, this favor. So, um, yeah, I need those. I need those racks. <laughs> nah, I could see it. Yeah. I could definitely see it being for Camp Flognaw. I don't know if I can see it being for a feature because a lot of it with artists is, all right, feature for a feature or I got a relationship with this person. So I'm going to jump on this song because if Drake was out here charging a million for a feature, nobody would have Drake features, yeah, <laughs> especially seriously. these up and coming artists whose songs he jumps on. 
Like, I just don't see Drake really charging people for features because I don't think anyone would be able to afford it. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) But I don't know. It could be. It could be either way. But I think more likely it's the Camp Flognaw thing. Yeah, because in this article, they had brought up that interview that he did with Rap Radar and he was saying how Drake was busy at that time and he tried to make it work and fit the Camp Flognaw in his schedule. So, yeah, it could be like, I need Millie for all that if I'm taking all this time out. Right, exactly. (laughs) But I am excited for this new Tyler, the Creator album because I know it's on the way. Mm -hmm. he's already started releasing things he's been putting up billboards setting up hotlines for you to call and hear his song so (laughs) right (laughs) i'm excited to see what tyler the creator has in store for us now while we're on new music let's talk about this space jam a new legacy soundtrack we got lil wayne lil baby lil uzi and like all the littles on this album clearly (laughs) yeah all (laughs) the littles also have a host of other different artists too like saweetie's on there saw and peppa cash doll joiner lucas you got lil Wayne, you got Brock Hampton, you got Lil Tecca, Amine, Corday, Big Frida, G Easy, Dame Dalla. Woo. It's a lot. And it's only right that they put Dame up there. You know, he's a ball player and a rapper. Why mm-hmm. not put him on the Space Jam soundtrack? Makes sense. I like this. Um, and then on the singing side, you have John Legend, Jonas Brothers, and Leon Bridges all making appearances up there. So shaping up to be a good little soundtrack. I like that we're getting, of course, another Space Jam mm-hmm. for more our generation i guess a new generation yeah and then i think it's the generation behind us i think we might be a little old for it but we still gonna be in there watching it (laughs) period (laughs) when did space jam originally come out like 1990 Mm -hmm. in the 90s for sure and now we get to like see another take on it right updated take updated music for it yeah no i can't wait man and while we're on the topic of new albums Allegedly, the new Pop Smoke album is 95% done right now. And this is according to his manager, Rico Beats. Yep, he had captioned a, it was a Photoshop picture of him as Scottie Pippen and then Pop Smoke as Michael Jordan and then the Victor Victor CEO, Stephen Victor, as Coach Phil Jackson. And he captioned it saying, Pop album 95% loading the F up. Hey. Hey. (laughs) We almost out there, man. This is such a good turnaround time for this album because I feel like they let the other album, Shoot for the Stars, aim for the moon they let that rack up all the accolades they gave it the time to sit and breathe they turned that one around pretty fast after pop passed away mm-hmm. and then this one like i feel like it's perfect timing about a year apart i think for the albums and in that year it spent 49 straight weeks on the billboard 200 chart it's number 12 currently like as we speak so wow. <laughs> this album came out in july of last year still on the charts uh he just racked up five different billboard music awards so this album the the previous album is doing everything it's supposed to do mm-hmm. so it's the perfect time to capture capitalize off this new album i just hope that it's as good as the first album was right i would be so upset if it was kind of like and eh, i'm just put on the first album again i gonna listen to the second album but <laughs> i don't think they're gonna let it be that i don't think they're gonna let it be that like his team the way they've been on it all this time after he's passed mm-hmm. i think they're gonna put out a quality product i hope so yeah i hope so Yes, but let's end it on that note. New pop smoke on the way pretty soon. Hey, turn up, turn up, turn up. That concludes today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us too. I'm at Asia Sky on everything. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.